Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm Chris and, uh, well, not physically, but on the screen, we've got Alex Jones. Hello. And good old Jim Jam's Jamie MC. Howdy. <laughs> all, uh, all individually quarantined. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So last time you guys uh, did the webcam thing and uh, you had said it, it wasn't quarantine. It was just a, a matter of convenience seeing as I wasn't around. But now... Yeah, that hey, not so much of a joke anymore. Like it's yeah. remarkably plausible that we could all be self-isolating. Was it non-essential yeah, travel? And I was like, is it essential to travel to London to do a podcast? I think it is, but I don't think uh, Mr. <laughs> Boris would agree. So, yeah, yeah you know. necessary. Was it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but it's sterile, and I like the taste. All right, listen. We are a gaming podcast. If you do not know, if you're watching on YouTube, we have uh, this podcast available on the podcast platform of your choice. If you're listening on those platforms, we're on YouTube. So, you know, everybody wins. You, wanna you can see, see our, us. Yeah, you can see our beautiful mugs. Like this. Uh, Give well, them a smile, Jamie. Not- you can see what portions <laughs> of our living rooms and bedrooms look like. Oh my god! I, we need better setups, fellas. That this is getting ridiculous. Can we just maybe just all spring for a, a green screen so we could put ourselves in castles? We and talked about it, didn't we? We did. Like yeah. if we we're all on a green screen, that you can kind of merge us all together on some. Fantastic I would have been up for that. Hey, that would have been wicked. Hey, we yeah, can still I said, do that. I said to Jamie though. I said to Jamie the one day, like, if I'm the host and if I'm the middle, I'm staring straight at the camera. That you guys should. Tilt your cameras left and oh, yeah. right so that we could be like. I don't know. That's right, Chris. I don't I know agree. which side of. That's exactly what oh, we wait, should do. Wait, should I be this side then? Yeah, maybe try that. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't figured it out yet. I'm looking anyway. At Chris, you know, I fine. might fix it in post, but then again, I might not. <laughs> Jamie, can you rotoscope yeah. us out? Like if we do this, fuck no. <laughs> I might be self-isolating, but I've got to do other stuff. I can't rotoscope <laughs> us out all day. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. We, we we've been we've been live for a bit and. Uh, haven't spoken anything about games, but let's get some housekeeping out of the way first, right? This podcast is only made possible thanks to the uh, generosity of our patrons. Uh, long may they be healthy and not have coronavirus Christ, yeah. so that they can support us. So, you know. Well, and so the they reason. can live. Nah. Just in general. Nah. But you know. now now but, more than ever, it, you know, we're giving them something to do when they're stuck in their houses or their rooms or wherever they are. They can. I was thinking about this. Check you know out we better have like the best fucking weeks we've ever had coming up because otherwise it's just not worth it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> more content coming your way soon. Oh, there is more content that's, coming that's soon, so stay true, tuned. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's give some shout outs to the patrons that do make this episode in particular possible, which is Angus McChilly, Brett Zerbrig, Peaswad, Mindful Pig. What's up, buddy? William Sherry. And of course, the the main sponsors of everything that you see here is Skylar Music and good old Lonnie Thompson. So thank you all very much. And if you'd like to get involved and, you know, support us on our Patreon so we can make more and more and more varied content, not just the podcasts, uh, then support us on patreon.com forward slash super show. Uh, you can also get in touch uh, on social media. Uh, uh, what do we got? Twitter and Instagram, which is yes. at super show pod. Uh, mm. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, it is youtube.com forward slash super show pod. It's funny how forget, that works. If you forget any of that during the course of the pod, it's written all here. Look. Oh, super show Lovely. pod. I hope that they can like see it. it this week. Chris, Jamie. Well, also, yeah, no, this, the really, screen's going to be a lot smaller. Yeah, because right? it's going to have to fit three of us in, so they might not be able to <laughs> see it. They won't be able to see it. I we, we might have to put a graphic on screen. Anyway. Go full screen and you'll be able to see it. Uh, if, if you can't see it, Jonesy's basically drawn a giant dick on a whiteboard and he's put it behind yeah. it for some reason. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Not missing yeah. much. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, guys, you know, I've been I've been in South Africa, so I've missed yeah. up on all of what you've been doing. Um, 
I haven't been. It's not like I got off the plane yesterday, uh, but I want to. I want to know what you guys have been playing. There, there is there is one thing that we've all been playing, and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. other than that, what what have you guys been? What have you been jamming? Uh, well, I actually you know what. Apart from that, I haven't been playing anything. Really? Um, no, I was. I was. Jonesy. I was going to finish off um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Bioshock, um, but then <laughs> that's what I, you said last week. I know, oh, but yeah. then I started. Then, then, then. Do you know what? I got screwed over because Call of Duty Warzone got released, and now I can't stop playing it. So that's taken up all my gaming time uh, for the past week because it is can, can bloody we, good. Can we set you some homework? Can we say? That you have to finish either or Bioshock or Shadow of the Colossus by the time we record again. Yes, and then I okay, if I fail it, again because I play another ten hours of COD, it'll be my own fault. Oh, we need. We know you've got to have a forfeit. I reckon. <laughs> What's your forfeit for not if you don't finish um, Last of Us? What? Well, no, here's a better I've question. Finished Last of Us. Oh, did you finish it in the end? Okay, what's what's going to be yeah. Chris's forfeit for not playing any Hollow Knight for his entire <laughs> South Africa trip? Oh, because yeah, you were going to finish. The, that's the whole point. You didn't finish it is because you were going to take it with you. Guys, I had uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I had to jump on it quickly because I couldn't hear you giving Jonesy a hard time when I knew <laughs> what you've not been up to. Oh, Chris. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, well, I'll just jump in then a little bit about my trip and, and my gaming therein. Uh, so went to South Africa. I was really worried, actually, that uh, I had a bit of a cold, a bit of a sniffle. And I was worried that when I got to uh, South African airport, Oatambo, that... Uh, they're going to take my temperature and they're going to see it's maybe a little bit high and throw me into quarantine. <laughs> I was only meant to be there for 10 days. And then I was having the picture in these scenarios where it's like, okay, so they'll put me in quarantine until it's time for me to leave again. I wouldn't see my family at all. And then I come back here to Heathrow in London. And then they'd be like, Oh, you, you were in quarantine in South Africa. All right, back to quarantine. You go on this <laughs> side for another two fucking weeks. And then I wouldn't have seen my family on this side for like a month. That's so basically a dream holiday. <laughs> just yeah. an ice pack on your head so just before they took your temperatures they take it and they go oh actually you're really cold you're fine yeah. dude like, yeah. Jonesy I was getting so paranoid I was like before you know like just as they, they announced the plane's gonna land I took off like my, my, my jumper and everything I was just in a t-shirt because so I was like let me just like lower my core temperature because what happens if I'm just like I'm just a bit hot I don't know just a bit warm it's like the opposite warm. of when you didn't want to go to school, so you would rest your forehead against the radiator for half an hour <laughs> before your mum came into your room in the morning. Oh, I don't yeah. feel so well. Oh, um, let me I'm take your temperature. Vomit. And it's like you register 39 degrees, and she's like, huh, I think you might have HIV. It explains a lot <laughs> about Jamie now that he constantly had his head on the radiator cooking, on the radiator, cooking yeah. his brain. It explains a lot of the person he has become. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. I was frying uh, my yeah. brain cells. <laughs> so anyway, listen, the, the idea was to, to finish Hollow Knight while I was there, right? Which is what I told you guys in the podcast, and it was fully my intention. I got on the plane. I watched a few movies. Uh, I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit, very good film. Mm. And I watched Ad Astra, very good film, but boring as hell, and I fell asleep during it. <laughs> okay. Um, and then because I fell asleep, uh, it was a restless sleep, but I, I also, I wasn't like, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to play a game, right? Fair uh, enough. Sometimes you just don't feel it. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then stupidly, I thought to myself, well, you know what? I'm not going to South Africa with the wife and kid. Uh, all my friends are going to be working during the day. So I'll have a lot of downtime, right? Sure. Sure. And that's where my thinking was that I would finish uh, Hollow Knight in that downtime and then see my friends in the evening. But that was not the case. A lot of my friends were like, oh, I've taken the day off or, oh, I'll meet you for supper, uh, uh, for lunch. Uh, and a lot of it was also like, I, I took my dogs to the vet 
Unfortunately, my one dog died while I was there, so that was that was a bit sad. Yeah, man, that um, sucks. Sorry, sorry about that. At least I, R.I.P. It's all right. At least I got to see him. He, he was 12 and a half years old, so, I mean, fair enough. Uh, anyway, Don't say that. My so. dog's 12 and a half. She can oh, hear you. Ha- She's in the other room. Do you guys want to know how, how my dog died? Kuba? Yeah, go on. Woke up in the morning, ate a biscuit, went outside, took three little shits, went back to his basket and died. I mean, so what? I mean yeah, there's you're worse go. ways to go. Yeah, if you can yeah, map you out your last day on the planet, mine would involve taking three shits as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Eating a, cu- eating a little I, biscuit. I, I, yeah, I like to imagine he he did the triforce of shits and then died. Oh. Anyway, so uh, rest in peace, Koba. You know, I miss you. But there you go. Um, I did do some gaming when I was in South Africa, though. I did play a lot of Dota uh, because obviously my Dota friend Paul lives in South Africa. So shout out to Paul. We spent a lot of time doing the game and nice because uh, you said yeah, you had a bit and, of a break um you were talking about in the podcast a couple weeks ago that you hadn't played dota for a long time so i imagine that was quite yeah. good to get back to it was good and and uh i don't know we just entered into a really good state of flow and got a lot of um uh a, a lot of wins racked up a lot of wins nice. uh, so that was that was it's always a good time that's the opposite you got of wins how it in went that last game. time right <laughs> yeah exactly i was i was on like a fucking 11 game losing streak and i think i've i think i've brought it back around in the meantime oh, yeah. uh yeah and then other than that it's the uh the game that we've all played so we'll leave that for for jamie's uh section i guess jamie what, what have you been playing what have you been well, seeing what have you been doing I, I will say you did dodge a bullet somewhat chris not being here last week because you got to yeah. avoid jonesy talking about star trek online for about 20 minutes <laughs> i haven't uh, played I had any to, of that in a week i haven't played any good. i had to listen to it all right because i listened to the podcast <laughs> believe it good. or not and i was like i was like Oh, I was close, Jones. I was close to switching <laughs> off. I was like, oh, what the? He said, the you fork? know what? I'd, I'd rather listen to the sounds that this plane engine is making than hearing any more about Star Trek. <laughs> you, you know what headphones. killed it for me? When, when, when uh, Jonesy said in Star Citizen, if they had uh, Star Trek ships, and then he goes, and if they had the, uh, deep space, the ship from Deep Space Nine, and then the you Defiant. actually knew the name. Yeah, Defiant. you knew the name of the fucking ship. I was like, what? Oh, fucking What do you nerd. mean? Of course, you, everyone knows the name of the Defiant, right? Come on. Sure. Yeah, I don't everybody. even know what Deep Space Nine is. It's a space honest. station by the wormhole. <laughs> You're a space station next to a wormhole. Um, All right. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, Star Commander Trek Cisco. No, no. Okay, yeah, no. Yeah, Cisco Microsystems or, or Networks <laughs> hey, or whatever. Yeah, sure. Chris, guess what yeah. game I didn't play any of this past week? <laughs> Uh... <laughs> I'll tell you, it was Star Trek Star Online. Trek Online. <laughs> yeah. um, now, I basically, my week was kind of finishing the things I talked about last week. So people yeah. might remember I went back and played Ori in the Blind Forest, which was meant to be kind of the precursor to my playthrough of Will of the Wisps, which I haven't started yet, but I did finish okay. Blind Forest. And I can say that that game holds up remarkably well, considering it's yeah, older gonna, than I thought it was. I'm going to jump into it after Hollow Knight, for sure. Yeah, I, it's solid. I really liked it. Uh, Division 2, Warlords of New York, finished that expansion. Um, How long did it take you to finish the expansion? God, longer than it probably should have. I don't know. Maybe there was like six to eight hours of gameplay there, but I was doing a fair bit of wandering around, and I did some side missions along the way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I mean, six, six to eight is not, not, oh, an, yeah. not an unsubstantial amount. No, nah, it's fine. I just don't know if I want to play that much more of that game for some reason. Right. Um, <laughs> Nothing against the division. I like the division too. I like it a lot, but I'm kind of feel like I I'm coming to my, the end of my journey with it for some reason. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Um, what else? I guess the only other thing before we get onto the thing that we've all been playing was that I quickly this morning jumped onto the Xbox One 
um, and utilize the New Zealand store page to play the Resident <laughs> Evil 3 demo. Because as a, I thought the you weren't going to do the New Zealand thing. I wasn't, but then, because on Sony, you have to create an account that's based in that country. But on Xbox, yeah. all you have to do is go to the website for the store from that country and add it to your account. And then ah. you own it, and then you can turn your Xbox on and download it. When I found out it was super simple on the Xbox, I just went and did it. So I played that this morning. It'll be out by the time you guys are listening to okay. this. But. Cool. Uh, Jamie, a bit of an aside, though. Yeah. Um, I think for us recording this today, mm-hmm. I think Doom Eternal is... I, I, I think Jessica Showbot was saying it was going to be available at 9.01 like Central Eastern Time or something. Like early? Yeah. I'll have to maybe look at it. The- or maybe it was for like a, a preload or something. Well, yeah, I know we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but I know one thing that's happening is that GameStop, the US chain of stores, are selling Doom Eternal a day early because they don't want Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal to come out on the same day for yeah, crowding enough. reasons. Yeah, right. but then yeah, but then again, like, no example. one should really be leaving their house. We're all right, going to be exactly. shut-ins. Everyone's so. going to be buying Doom Eternal digitally, you'd imagine. But oh, the download's going to be horrendous. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Resi 3, uh, it was a, it's a pretty solid demo, but it, it's not particularly long. I finished it in 20... Was it, was it, sorry, was it like the um, Resident Evil 2 demo where it was uh, the one shot? No, you could do it over and over again, but it's, oh, okay. uh, there's just not that much to it. Like I said, I finished it in 20, 25 minutes, but probably if you took oh, a more direct God. path through, it would be 10 to 15. I don't know. What did you think compared to Resi 2? How did it how did it shape up? It, it's similar in all the ways that you want it to be similar, which is why I don't mean that as a negative thing at all. Like, it still felt very good. The The gunplay felt very similar. A lot of things that worked so well in Resident Evil 2, like the feeling of firing the weapons, the way the zombies react to getting hit and dismember and the gore and all of that yeah. stuff. Everything mm. felt right. It looks really fucking good. Okay, like, cool. Re- that, that Resi engine, man. Oh, it, dude, Fuck that thing's doing work. There's a cutscene at the beginning where you're introduced to some of the characters, and even just their faces, seeing them up close, I was like, this shit looks really fucking hot. Um, <laughs> the lighting as well was all very good. I suppose the things that are different to Resident Evil 2 is that uh, it's set in, a, in slightly larger areas, so you kind of yep. go out street side and you're kind of walking in and out of various shops. There are obviously, you know, things that block your way. There are cars strewn across the road for example but it feels more open than okay. uh, the, the rcp did did in resident evil 2 uh there's a dodge mechanic now so if you hit it was oh, rb on the xbox one so i guess r1 on the playstation you can dodge out of the way and if you time it perfectly you get like a little sound effect and a little flash and i believe it's meant to slow down time or something but i didn't really oh, right. it. Uh, yeah okay. I, I think i remember reading something about that yeah yeah, okay. and I guess the other big change, which is in the demo, admittedly only for the last 30 seconds to a minute, is that Nemesis is, of oh. course, in Resident mm. Evil 3, as you'd imagine. That's, yeah, see, that's the thing that I, I, I'm concerned about, son. <laughs> it's, it's like, Mr. X was bad enough, right? Chris, oh, let me tell you, Nemesis <laughs> is not fucking about. The first time you see him, he sprints at you. Like, this motherfucker can run, and um, <laughs> he's throwing haymakers left, right, and center. I oh died to Nemesis in the demo because I was trying to get him to, you know, he can kind of do what you do with Mr. X, like, do enough damage that he takes a knee. Right. So I was yeah, trying to yeah, do yeah. that, but I died and fucked it up. Um, yeah, that dude's going to be a real pesky motherfucker when that game comes out, but everything is looking pretty positive so far. Cool. Man, so I, I want to speak to you guys about that, actually, because 
I think our plan was to actually do a, a Let's Play series of Resident <laughs> Evil 3, but... Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Fuck, man. All, all plans have gone out the window now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Could we do stuff remotely? I guess we could do it remotely in some weird way. Yeah, I would have thought um, there'd, there'd be some way to do it, for sure. Yeah, I think Twitch has... You can have three different Twitch streams, and then you can have, like, a little overlay in... So if I was streaming, I could have an overlay of yours jonesy and yours jamie and then people could click over to it or something hmm. I'm, right okay I'm not, entirely, I'm not entirely sure how it works but you know we could we could try and figure it out yeah mm. the, the issue is always going to be delays like people will notice listening or watching this that yeah. even just the setup we have now <clears throat> there's enough of a delay that you're not always hearing stuff at the same time or reacting to stuff at the same time i worry with yeah. gameplay thrown into the mix yeah also I, the, the <laughs> reason why i wanted to do yeah. The reason why I wanted to do a let's play on that rather than a uh, a stream is because I just wanted to be sat next to you guys and and because because you kind of work each other up, right? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Like I remember playing some of the Resi Seven on the uh, ATG days next to Jamie, and Jamie was getting me worked up. I wasn't scared of the game, but <laughs> I was scared, scared of how Jamie. Jamie was going to react because I was like, oh, if I turn <laughs> this corner, there's a fucking thing there. He's going to jump out of his skin, and then I'm going to pee a little, just a well, little. I mean, you know Just what? That game was scary. I'm not going to make any excuses for myself because <laughs> I don't need to. All right. I just, I just, I really want to do that. So maybe, maybe we just got to keep it in our pocket for you know when when the real life apocalypse finishes and then people are looking for entertainment. We have to battling. vlog, um, vlog ourselves battling the streets to get to each other to do a Resi Three perm oh, let's dear. play as the government yeah. forces are trying to like keep us. <laughs> Back and in instead of houses. grenades, yeah, instead it. of grenades, you just got toilet paper, and if, if people like start crowding you, you just lob a toilet paper around, and <laughs> they, then they all chase. run towards that. You know, <laughs> right, James is right though. At this rate, it'll probably be illegal to be outside by next week, and we won't have any chance at all. It's going to be Man. fucking crazy. Uh, so I popped into just on toilet roll. I popped into Costco earlier, and there was a um, they just did like had a delivery of toilet roll, and there was a woman walking along with three, uh, sorry, two giant bags of toilet roll. And my wife quickly was like counting them up, and she was like. 80 toilet rolls? What does she need with 80 toilet rolls? This is the thing. I've heard stories of people hoarding this kind of shit. I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. I've never seen anyone do it. How does someone like that walk through a supermarket with 80 toilet rolls and doesn't have at least one person go up to them and say, you're a scumbag. You're an absolute piece of shit. In yeah. the different in Costco, that everything is um, is in bulk anyway. So one pack is forty toilet rolls. So she had, but she had two giant packs, and it's like yeah. yeah. So you probably see. Tell us why did you need like two? The, yeah, it's probably like oh, you're only allowed to have like a, a, a minimum, a maximum order of two. So yeah, it's like two, but yeah, it's like I would be in the running for the runniest bum in the UK. <laughs> Do you know how oh. many toilet rolls I've got left? Two, one, one. Oh. Go oh, no, no, you, you, on yeah, you're living on the there. edge there. No, dude, you're living at the edge there. No, I bought some uh, tissues the other day, like Kleenex, because that was all they had. (laughs) I'll tell you what the problem is. It's not necessarily that, uh, like, the fact that other people are hoarding it means that you can't get it for just a normal kind of thing. Yeah. So in a way, it kind of means that you need to stockpile yourself. But it's kind of weird. I I haven't stockpiled, but I think I've got enough for... You know, to cover we, us. We bought some extra, extra stuff, but we didn't stockpile anything. Do you know what I mean? Although I will say, so I broke that I was naughty in Sainsbury's because I bought, oh. f- no, but for altruistic reasons, I bought four bottles of baby formula, um, like pre-mixed, and then put it in the uh, food bank basket as you leave the shop. 
to give to people oh, okay. well, because yeah, they, they keep saying that people are like are running out of it and that, and I, I was like if some somebody comes and just buys it all up because they, they're hoarding it then and those people who really want it can't get any I was like do you know what let me, let me do a little bit of sharing so I thought I'll yeah, uh, drop some good of those Samaritan. but they said what, you can what, only what? buy three of anything but then I bought four and it was fine so I don't really know yeah they don't give a shit do they like no, what, what are they really. do yeah. I, I was thinking like it would be really cool to go to like a place like Costco or something buy all of the toilet paper have have people fucking hate you but what you do is you just stand outside of costco and you'd be like all right mate here's here's some free toilet paper like break it into way. reasonable sized packs and yeah. give it away yeah that'll be that's probably not a bad thing to do mm. you know it, it, it's you know some people put on capes and fight crime i <laughs> would put on put on a, a cape toilet, a and toilet give away cape. toilet paper yeah a, a cape made of toilet paper yeah all right, cool. But then, boys, there is something that we all played, which, I mean, it's, it's no surprise now. It's Call of Duty Warzone. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we, we managed to play all of us, including uh, some matches with uh, good old Steph Murphy and uh, Martin Ruffle of just interesting fame. We did. I do have to share a picture. Uh-oh. Oh. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Because this uh, was it's our... Gonna be this, it's going to be this classic thing of showing a picture on a webcam yep. in a... Yeah, in a product that some people just listen to the audio of. <laughs> and yeah, now you're going to have to describe to, this picture, Alex Jones. Well, we're trying I to fill the dead air while Jonesy takes half an hour to unlock his phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got it, but now, oh, no, do you know what I've done? I've had a right mate because I've, I've looked in the wrong group. <laughs> what? Uh, you Come you on, Jonesy. People are waiting. It is the picture of... Well, now yes. I can't find this it. This is not going to be of, worth oh. it, is it? I can already tell. No, it's not. It's it was the picture of Christoph wearing two sets of headphones trying to play oh, right. um, how could you not find that picture i don't know how we did, it was like two days ago yeah right exactly and it's just not there yeah it's on the atg forever group. i'm dude i'm in the group it's not there can we move Weird. on please because this is let's move on this is not great podcast. all right so anyway, Basically, uh, chris wasn't pre- we were, we let me just explain because it was great so we all downloaded <laughs> call of duty Warzone. chris has a playstation 4 rather than join us on the playstation he decided to download it on pc which meant he then couldn't join the party chat of which six uh, five of us were a part of because we had a few other people we were going to do multiple games <laughs> round robin so chris had to put on one headphone from his playstation with the party group and the other headphone was from his pc audio so he could actually hear yeah, what was and going it was terrible on. because these headphones <laughs> of course it was i'll terrible. have you know are, seven, are like 7.1 surround sound and i could hear bullets coming from everywhere but then <laughs> no you couldn't you, you could only hear them coming from one direction yeah, exactly because you fuckers it's like just get on Discord, hang on because of us fuckers <laughs> if five of us are in one place and you're on your own in the other you're the fucker yeah, I I don't know uh, what this, that decision is, was about. This is true. I can't. No, no the I decision do. is. I know exactly the decision. The decision is I'm not going to get any shots if I'm on control. Yeah. But and, with and a mouse you know, and, and you know what happened? Yeah. I got mouse and keyboard, and I can actually like, uh, I can I can keep up pace with Jeremy playing very well, mate. Which I could never do. Any evidence of that? Never Yet see any evidence of that? That's that's a lie, and you know it. In fact, the one match I had more kills than you. So no, we had the same. We had three each. One match I had, a, uh, I was four, and you were three. I think the match that you and I played, Chris, you were five, and I think I was, or you were six, and I think I was three, and then the other yeah, dude, dude we like, were playing was about four. Yeah, not bad. Not the, bad. The, the thing is, like, I, I will be the first to say that I am absolutely rubbish on a controller, uh, but I would also say that you know I'm more than half decent on a mouse and keyboard so i would quite like to try it on mouse and keyboard to see uh the difference because i used to well, play this is what i don't understand about you guys right like so you could have it on your pcs you both have bulky fucking power pcs just uh, and you can con- no hold on and you can connect a, a controller so you can choose you- your mouse and keyboard on your console 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, as well. and th- I was getting the same treatment from Steph the other day. He was confused as to why I would get Doom Eternal on PS4 rather than PC. I don't know why it's so hard to understand. <laughs> and I, I almost, I lo- the one of the main reasons I love having a PC now is that I can still continue to choose my PS4 almost just to make a statement to all these PC master <laughs> guys, master race guys, and say. It, sometimes it's still preferable. Sometimes I just want to sit for. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I get it. I I'm get totally it. I do with get you. It. Because you know your console's connected to your TV. It's an easy on, and then yeah. you just fucking go. Exactly, I, mate. Exactly. Yeah, I still I, play some I, things I, on my PC, but it's just kind of like an as and when basis. But let's but talk I, about. I, I, oh, sorry. Go. Well, on. Hold on, hold on. Because because Warzone's free, so there's no reason for you guys not to try it on your PCs anyway. Yeah. Right. But then I also feel like Chris, with all due respect, you are very good at advocating for PC playing. But sometimes, how to say this, not the best at showing up for the sessions. Like, <laughs> I downloaded Apex Legends on this machine on your advice, and I've never launched it in. No, no, no. We'll do that. We'll in, do that. And, a, and the, re- and the reason is because. You won't now because you're uh, like Ste- Steph or Martin message me like every day or two, like, hey, what's going on? Like, Warzone? Uh, I, I get you. But look, Warzone's easy, right? Because it's, it's cross play. That, that makes things so much easier. But, it does uh, make We'll it get much on the easier. Apex. And the reason we'll get on the Apex, Jamie, is actually because as much as I'm enjoying Warzone and it's got some really good, fresh ideas, mm-hmm. I think I, pre- I still prefer Apex, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm I'll, sold. I'll be, playing a, I'll be playing a lot more Warzone than Apex in, in the short term, for sure. Because it's the hot new baby, right? So, you know. Yeah. I'm, um, so, I'm so. Can we talk about Warzone a little bit? Because I must say, I am yeah. totally sold. Like, I think the... We've talked about it a few times, but like the time to kill that you've got on people, the fact that you've got the gulag and you've you've got a chance to get rezzed, and then you can also be brought back into the matches. I think is wicked. The size of the match, um, the maps, I think is great, and you've got the 150 people, which is really cool. Yeah. You, you mean we've talked about it here? Like I can play a whole game of Apex, and I can get like one kill or no kills, and get into yeah. you know still get quite far in the game, whatever. And it's a bit more of a, a dry experience with the Warzone. I genuinely feel like you're always engaging. You don't if you see people in the distance, unlike um, Apex, where I sort of maybe we'd say, should we engage? Should we not? Should we think about this? You just go for it. Like it's so much more of yeah. a um, a sort of a run and gun type of uh, battle royale experience. And for me, that yeah. is. It's, I think it's the best one I've played, to be honest. Look, I, I, as I said, I think they've got a lot of good ideas. Like, like you mentioned the Gulag. I think that is a fantastic idea. And then the fact that you could still, after that fact, uh, res a friend by paying for it, I think that's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm a bit torn between the 150 people player count. Uh, you think it's I, too, I just, ma- too many? I, I wonder if it is, because it's, it's almost like if you're not aiming for the top spot, right? Like if you're just there to have fun and get kills, I think it's perfect because there's a lot of opportunity for that. But as soon as you start to be like a lot more competitive with it, guess what? The mountain that you have to climb, it, it's not Kilimanjaro anymore. It's fucking Everest, right? As in you've but, got, you've got to take out so many other people. Got to take out so many more. And, and it, yeah. it's so many more opportunities to not get to the top. But, but then there's then again, so many more other people to, to kill top, other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's like, I remember in PUBG, a lot of our strategy was kind of like... a you almost alluded to it in, in Apex. Apex is maybe the middle ground, but with PUBG, it was like, let's wait and see what happens. Let's hide in the corners. Sure, let's be yeah. stealthy. And then COD is like, let's fucking go balls to the wall. And then Apex may be somewhere in the middle. Um, but what I'm really missing in Warzone is uh, Apex's like mobility. I, I, right. like, I'm really missing the mobility. I, I agree with you. The time to kill is a lot better. It feels, re- it feels like proper spot on. Yes. Um, 
I just wish it had had the if they had the fluidity of that. And I think also the um the a, a weird way to say it, but like the accessibility of Apex in terms of the design of the characters and you know what is what and what guns or what and what they do. Sometimes I'd be picking up a gun and I'm like, I don't know if I just picked up a a, a fucking AR or uh LMG, like one, or one LMG that looks kind of similar. And it's like, I don't know what I've picked up yet. And then yeah, it it just maybe some of that stuff they can work into it. Yeah, yeah, sure. They they could they could definitely massage some of those as, as aspects. Yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. I, I like it. It's uh, I, I see us having a lot of uh, late night uh, gaming sessions with it. So that's cool. What do you yeah. think so far, Jamie? No, I'm on the same page as you guys, and definitely I think the most positive sign so far is that I've played however many matches in a pretty short space of time, and I still want to play more. I guess yeah. I don't have the same issues with accessibility. Maybe because I'm slightly more familiar with modern warfare yeah. over the last couple of months. I, I can so, I can defer to that, yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of register what weapons are what weapons pretty early on as a result. Or um, can I tell you something I don't like actually? Yeah. Is having to go to your loadout in order to get perks. See you don't, you don't like, need to. You can't you can buy perks uh from the shop. No, those are kill streaks. You you Oh buying. kill streaks, sorry, yeah. yeah perks like, are like, actually perks. Only perks. Only right, yeah. right. And on the one hand, I like that that's an extra layer there, but on the other hand, it does mean that loadout drops become very vital things, and now you get kind of this weird meta in the game that some people are using, which is actually where Apex and PUBG, there's always this feeling of the best way of getting loot, the guaranteed way of getting the best loot is by taking on other teams and killing them, because in theory, you've got the best of the loot that you've already got and the best of the loot that they've already got. And every time you take on another team, you're kind of, doubling your chances of having the best loadout in the game. Now, the best loadout in the game comes from a loadout drop, and those can be bought, and you can get money from doing bounties that two-thirds of them don't require getting kills. So you can have a zero-kill game where you make it towards, let's say, the final third, final quarter of the match, and you have a loadout that you think is the best loadout in the entire game because you can have the two guns you want, and you have yeah. uh, a bunch of other perks that some people might not have any of. And some of them are extremely useful. Like, I've been using... Like, Overkill's obviously good because you can get two weapons that you want at once. I've been using Tracker quite a lot, which shows you people's footprints. Uh, cold-blooded, which means you don't appear on heartbeat sensors or through thermal scopes. Ghosts, yeah. which means you don't appear on UAV. Like, there's a bunch of really useful perks that you can only get through loadout drops, and... I don't know if they're going to adjust that over time, but yeah, it's, see, it is what it is for it's, now. It's less of an issue with the weapons, I guess, because those weapons technically are available in the game to find. But, but not, it, not with the, it's uh, the attachments. attachments isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Not with the attachments. So but it's just like the, the, there is no other way to get perks. Maybe that's by design. I mean, it's obviously by design, but maybe that's they're going to want to keep it that way for whatever reason. But I think another way of getting perks in the game would probably be a benefit. Yeah, maybe if you could buy them, that would be an idea. Like you could make, but, but then does it get too? I suppose that they want the buying process to not get too sort of bogged down in itself. If you've got to go yeah. in there and start and, picking things, and I guess I, and... I guess the fact of the loadout drops are, hey, this is an area that you could fight over, mm. right? You know. Plus, they already put um, <clears throat> I forget what they're called, but the things that you activate with the L one and R one, they appear in the game, uh, like yes, yeah. uh, naturally. And like the heartbeat yeah. sensor, munitions box, things yeah, like no, that. No, the heartbeat sensor is a, a tactical, so that's on L one. Um, oh, but you're right. right. The munitions yeah. box is one you can get like higher power stopping power rounds. You can get oh, the trophy yeah, yeah, yeah. system, the drone. That, that, that heartbeat. Stuff, sen- 
As I said, the heartbeat sensor is oh, amazing. Like that is easily oh, the oh, yeah. so OP. incredible. Like, like every I time you get that, if that like, got nerfed, maybe like limited use or smaller range or something. Because fucking, hell, I feel naked without it now. <laughs> Although we were playing a game, as it was it yesterday, and I think I had the heartbeat sensor, and I turned it on, and it just told me there were people everywhere, not on top of me, <laughs> and I just shit myself. I was like, I don't know where they are. And Chris you guys were going, what do you mean? There's, there's three of them. They must be on top of you. I'm like, they must be. And then suddenly they were just on me and I was done. Oh, yeah. We had pissed. one match the other day that was a shit show at the very beginning because <laughs> we were in the same building as an, uh, like another team. And Jonesy kept saying, they're above me they're, or something like that. <laughs> but we were above Jonesy and there was no one. It was yeah. very confusing. Because the heartbeat yeah. sensor tells you where people are and their horizontal distance, but it doesn't account for verticality at all. So they could be yeah. 100 feet above you but you'd still see them. Yeah, so I think they were actually underneath me at that time, which is yeah, why I was but, like, I think they yeah. must be above me, and you guys are like, we're above you. And I was like, well, there's yeah, three that- of them. What the fuck's going oh, on? Oh, Jamie, that wasn't the match where we were on the roof, right? We were just potting people as they were coming up the I stairs. think it was that, yeah. I think no, was- no, no, that was a later match where you and me uh, right. were on our own, Chris. And that was also uh, right, another okay. heartbeat sensor showdown where someone was 5.5 meters away from me because the heartbeat tells you, the <laughs> uh, sensor tells you how far away they are. And he wasn't moving. So we knew that he was at the bottom of the stairs and we were at the top looking down and he just wasn't moving because I think he knew that we were there. Did you start dropping grenades? No, uh, there was a claymore, but that was it. uh, Yeah, we we, we killed a couple of them, but I I think that particular one that Jamie was talking about, he wasn't moving. He was like, well, well, fuck, man, what are we going to do? And we just just bolted it in the end. We're like, no, it's not worth it. Exactly. You need need, like the thing from the Half-Life Alex demo uh, uh, video where she just drops the grenade and it just blows the thing up at the bottom (laughs) of the stairs. That's what you need. Man, that's that's next week, guys. That's next wow. week. Wow, fucking Monday. It should yeah. be, yeah. should be. It will be. It will, it will be, be, yeah. Because it doesn't yeah. need a physical release. It's a PC <clears throat> game. That's very true. That's very true. Also, it's it's limited. Uh, it, it's a high entry barrier, right? So not many. Not It's not going to be like, oh, here's the new COD that everyone's going to want to download because they're going right. to go to the store. Yeah. No. It's going to be like, well, if Plus, you have a, if you have VR, you can get it. The other thing for Valve, and this is true for a load of, like, I was thinking the other day how this would be the perfect time to be in, like, a Westworld Season 3 situation where you've got a TV show coming out on streaming. Because Valve recorded Steam's highest, like, active, simultaneous, current concurrent users ever this week at uh, 20 million. People need something to do, you know? People need something to do. So this is a good time to release a game that is largely being distributed digitally. Or only yeah, yeah. Well, sure. distributed digitally. I, I think this is a good time for me to jump in with my uh, PSA of this uh, episode, guys. Is uh, uh, so you know Italy is in lockdown for the uh, COVID nineteen. Sure. Uh, but so people are indoors. It's like what you're going to do. So Pornhub is giving <laughs> away Pornhub Premium for free to all Italians. <laughs> oh wow. Um, yeah, and and I know this because a, a couple of my friends from South Africa on our little WhatsApp group said like hey guys it's for free somebody hop on a vpn and let's <laughs> let's get this party started so yeah if if you're if you're interested in that uh you know although very soon we're probably all going to be confined to our own fucking balconies and shit so you know yes unfortunately yeah. so well i'm still hoping to if it, as long as it assuming it does come out all right i'm still hoping to stream um half-life alex when it drops but um 
I, I was hoping to do it on the index, and that was eight weeks away. Well, I suppose with now, which would be six weeks away. There's no way I'm getting that in six weeks. Dude, That's going to be... Yeah, but not only that, even if it was, you'd finish the game way before that thing showed up. No, well, actually, yeah, absolutely. knowing you... Well, I'll probably, be halfway through not. the game. Halfway <laughs> through the game it. before you abandon it. Then, I, then I'll jump on the index and I'll be like, I'm going to start this game again. This is incredible. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. hold on. So, hold on. Did we say which game you need to finish by the time... Oh yeah, good point. Uh, I'm, well, it's a Shadow of the Colossus. I'm gonna I'm, and Bioshock are two which I are eminently finishable. All right, let's Ooh, say either one of those. Yeah, either one, either one. Okay, so if I manage either to do one. both, that'll be uh, you know, that'll be good. All right, well, nice one, fellas. Let's uh, let's talk about the gaming news, shall we? Because <coughs> let's do it. it. There's been some. It's it's been. It's gonna sound weird to say, but it's been not as busy a week but there's been some really fucking major announcements yeah uh it, it's been a, an interesting and exciting time so obviously you know the console war is what's heating up at the moment and it's what's on everyone's mind right xbox announced all of their specs for the xbox series x x well it's got went to bed sean connery there. sean connery yeah sean connery sure sherry yeah. shack <laughs> yes um and Which then uh be? As time of recording yesterday, we found out about the PS5 specs in what has got to go down is maybe one of the most boring, but interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- webinars, I guess, because it was this weird yeah. fucking thing. No, right? dude, he had, he had, it was a live studio audience. What are you doing? It was a live about? studio audience of cardboard cutouts, like the, the PS5 Mystery Science Theatre 3000. Best, best point was when Jamie said, are they, are they moving? I don't, think they're, I don't think they're real. It's like, no, they're moving. It was like oh, Mystery moving, Science Theatre. It's just these yeah, weird silhouettes of people moving their heads every now and then at the front. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was definitely um, meant to be for GDC. I mean, I know that rumor came out that, oh, this was the talk they were going to have for GDC. Well, but it, I think so an obvious. official Sony PlayStation account tweeted it and then deleted the tweet that it was a ah, design right. for GDC. Ooh, so. Talking about tweets that went out and then got deleted, uh, shortly after PlayStation's announcement and their whole like hour-long kind of deep dive into the technical aspects of the PS5, Xbox announced that the Xbox Series X would be available uh, during Thanksgiving. Oh, was that in November? Yes. Yeah, but they have since retracted that and uh, retracted that statement and said that they are still committed to uh, releasing it holiday 2020. Probably yeah. a wise idea to delete the tweet because I don't think anybody should be put, like saying they can release anything at a specific time. Well, at no, this time guys, they, they did. Yeah, we, we are in period. such an unprecedented time in our lives. It's ridiculous. So yeah, no, no surprise there. A lot yeah. of people have said it's basically. You have to think of it almost like wartime. That's how it. That's how it is, yeah. right? But I, I want to say they didn't. They did recommit to holiday 2020. They just retracted they did, the yeah. Thanksgiving. Well, holiday, holiday, I guess, gives them gives them a uh, like a, a couple of months, right? Whereas if you say, um, I think I think yeah. that gives them a broad. But they're not gonna, they're not going to release a console in January. Like if this thing's not out by December, no, no, no. then it's not coming out till the next year. Yeah, and and when th- Thanksgiving's in November, no. So yeah, so yeah. what mid? I don't know mid November. So even if they give themselves six weeks leeway, right? They're still doing themselves a favor if they're saying just before Christmas or something. It seems yeah. to make sense I, I, to me. I thought it was quite a ballsy move. I thought it was a, a great move on Xbox's part, actually, to initially announce, oh, yeah, fuck it, uh, Thanksgiving. There you go, you <laughs> chumps. Yeah. You know, when when PlayStation is still very much being coy about a lot of their stuff. We don't even know what the fucking thing looks like yet. I'm going to say at this point, they're both getting delayed until next year. There's no possible. way. There's no way they're coming out this year. I, I just can't see it happening. I mean, here's the thing, though, that the... 
the PlayStation 4s that were available at launch in 2013 were manufactured mostly in August and September, which is, uh, from the point of the recording, five or six months away. I wouldn't be surprised if there were still people internally at Microsoft and Sony that were confident that they could manufacture and ship a number of consoles that met the minimum requirements for launch, which wouldn't be to say that everyone would get what they wanted in time for Christmas. A lot of people would have pretty miserable Christmases and very bare Christmas trees up and down the country and around (laughs) the world. But also, it seems that uh, China is the country that is most kind of um, Somehow, yeah. turned around their infection, right? What? Yes, although I must admit, a- according I did to official sources, the, 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 yes. they're, at the time of recording, they're worried they're about to have a second wave as people are starting to return yeah. to China. So yeah. the, the problem you had, I think, with um, a lot, not just China, I think, as a few other Asian countries, was they said that um, they or China specifically had no new infections reported today, which is the yeah. first day. The issue mm-hmm. is, as Jamie said, um, as they come out of those lockdowns and people start to be allowed like out and about again, what they're worried about is you've still got a whole load of people that have never had it, and they're just going to all reinfect each other, and it's all going to happen again. And so you could end up with like, um, like yeah, multiple waves of this hitting them. In which case. It could put production down, you know, to yeah. nothing getting made for a six, twelve. I did Jesus. Some people said it could be nothing until next year. Like it's possible, know. but then again, you know, China's a, a human rights track record. I wouldn't be surprised if they got. They said, "All right, everybody who does have coronavirus, if you want the antidote, if you want the vaccine, you've got <laughs> to go yeah. work at Foxconn for a while." You yeah. know, yeah, Jeez. maybe <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be a really strange time, and again, I think it's plausible that they get delayed, but. At the moment, call it, you know, blind optimism, but I'm going to remain confident that they will make it out in time in quantities that are going to be sketchy, sure, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to agree with you, but I think... What would, what would you I, estimate? Not, 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 um, that I'm, not that I'm disagreeing, but I think anything is fucking possible in the time we're living in. So you're right. No, you're absolutely knows. right. Yeah. What would you say is the bare minimum for a launch? What's, how many units should we Man, be looking at? I, I'm not good with those kind of numbers. I don't even know how many they'd like to sell, let alone how many they'd need to sell for it to launch that time. Uh, I just know that there'd be shortages. I know that it would be very hard to get one. Because, I mean, part of me does wonder if maybe they'll just do like a super small launch just so on paper they can say it's come out and then they can um, not, then they don't need to worry about it. It's not, it's not impossible. Yeah. They're just gonna they're just gonna make one. They're gonna give it to Jack Jack (laughs) Septicai. Oh, they're gonna make two. Jack Jack Septicai for the gamers and uh, Mark Ass Brownlee for for the tech (laughs) dudes. It's like, come on, dudes. Like, (laughs) let let normal people get their hands on it. But anyway, some some really cool kind of specs coming out here. So obviously, let's go Xbox first because they they announced all of their stuff first, right? Yeah. So uh, I guess the big things that they had is they released some videos that showed improved loading times and also quick resume. So quick resume, I think on the demo they had was a five or seven games that they could uh, that they were switching to on the fly. Yeah, it looked it looked like it was about five uh, at least in the video they put out. So basically, uh, for those kind of Confused as to quick resume, you'd be playing a game, you'd press pause, you'd go into the menu, you'd launch another game, and you'd pick up where you left that game off without, I, I mean, it looked like without loading times other than to load from the menu into the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, Super it was like there was rapid, a, a yeah. one or two second buffer period as the game went, oh, yeah, we've got to switch back on, but it wasn't yeah, a loading exactly. screen. Yeah, it, it's almost like if you have a Nintendo Switch, you press the power button and it just saves your state yeah uh, but for multiple games and then the idea is that that's going to be uh, persistent through even firmware updates which is really impressive uh, and then the they had an improved loading times which that video was 
it was kind of impressive, but it's also kind of shit at the same time. And I'll explain why. <laughs> so they had a uh, state of decay two loading up and they're like, Oh look, it loads in like, I think it was 10 seconds to load up the game or even less uh, on the Xbox series X. And then once you're in, you're in right. Like the idea is you load the game, but then there won't be any loading screens in between sections, areas, whatever. But then they had the same one on, was it a Xbox one X? I think it was, or one S. <laughs> Probably a 1S if they wanted to get the best comparison possible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and and that, honestly, it felt like it was taking the piss. And that (laughs) took like fucking two minutes to load or some shit. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, the reason why this is shit is because, well, how fucking unoptimized is this game? If it's (laughs) taking that long. State of Decay 2 is a little bit rough around the edges. But then I feel like (laughs) if they'd picked a game that loaded on an Xbox. Fucking hell. There he is. There's the corona. Oh, it's got me. Lads, I'm dying. My, my, my <clears throat> corona. That's the pneumonia <laughs> sneaking in. Um, I okay. feel like if they picked a game that loaded very quickly on an Xbox One S and faster on an Xbox Series X, you'd have been like, okay, well, you're, you're saving me eight seconds because it's gone from 10 down <laughs> yeah. to two or something. It wouldn't yeah, have yeah, been yeah. enough, would it? So they almost had to pick a very poorly optimized game for the old consoles to show just how fast it could be. But then again, yeah. semantics, I know. Well, I love the idea as well of that, of um, that they're going to, you know, showing people loading screens and how long things take to load is the worst thing you could show people in the oh, world. Oh, is it, great. Jonesy? Because I could show you what Sony showed us and argue that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, give me Xbox's videos Honestly, any day. People would love to, to see Sony how quickly did. games load on a PlayStation 5 in that format. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, well, the other interesting thing about the uh, Xbox Series X is it was confirmed to have like the 12 tera teraflops uh processing unit which is all very fine and whatever yeah. uh it's also got like a little dongle at the back with a proprietary connector uh for one terabyte kind of like nvme drives yes uh for storage expansion and yes. i thought that was pretty pretty fucking cool. and the yeah. the ssd inside the hardware is one terabyte as well so up to yes, two terabytes yeah. of storage yeah to begin with to begin oh, with yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so on 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 paper, it seems that spec purely spec wise, Xbox Series X is faster than the PlayStation Five from what we have found out about all the comparable specs. Yes. Uh, but we were we were discussing this the other day, guys, and or yesterday, in fact. And I said, it it seems that they're like there's some positives on the Xbox side, there's some positives on the uh, PlayStation side because the PlayStation's SSD is about twice as fast. Mm. Yes, it's stupid fast. They're talking about an IO throughput of 5.5 gigabytes a second, and uh, the Xbox Series X is talking about 2.4 gigabytes a second. So Right. But then I believe that the the bus sizes or some shit like that, it's different from the two, and then the the Xbox uh, has a better processor and a better graphics card. Yes. Uh, My point that I was saying is it seems like the the two consoles are going to get to the same place but they're just going about it in different ways. Right. Yeah, I think that's a perfect analogy. I've other other analogies I've seen is that the Xbox Series X might be like a V8 engine whereas the PlayStation 5 would be a uh, turbocharged V6 or something like that. Like yeah. they're putting emphasis on different areas, but the results yeah. I think where you'll really see results weirdly enough is where Developers that only make games for one of the systems take advantage of the pros and cons yeah. in different ways. But I think sure. cross-platform games are generally speaking going to make something that just makes the most of what they've got in common, as opposed to trying to optimize games for one platform over another. 
So, yeah. you know, I think we'll yeah, see similar that results. Right. It will just be like The Last of Us 3 will do something ridiculous that's, you know, hits the SSD hard, whereas Halo 7 will do something that might hit the GPU and the CPU in a way that a PlayStation couldn't manage, but the Series X can. But then yeah. you're never going to have a uh, like apples to apples comparison because they're only you're like you said you're only going to ever see those differences on um, games which only come out on those systems. So it's yeah. going to be like. But a, on paper, they are more different than the Xbox One and the PS4. Yes, which is, yeah, very which is what's yeah. interesting yeah. to me. Uh, the the big difference though is uh, people have got their hands on the Xbox Series X. Yeah, we know what it looks like. We know what the internals look like. We know what that controller looks like with a revised D-pad, which I think looks pretty cool. Um, whereas the PlayStation, we have no fucking idea. It was literally <laughs> fucking Cerny on stage just with a whole bunch of like PowerPoint presentations. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. that pres- man, that presentation then, was, was phenomenal. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm not hey even in two minds about that presentation. I'm in three minds about that presentation. <laughs> which yeah. is, I, so I'll run through it quickly. I'll, I'll, my first thought is that they called it like the road to PS5 presentation or whatever. And they said that it was Mark Cerny talking through the system architecture of the PlayStation yeah. 5. And yeah, also sure. there were the rumors about the fact that it was a GDC talk that obviously didn't happen because GDC didn't happen. Anyone yeah. that looked at the tweet they revealed, they put about it, the description of the YouTube video and thought they were going to get anything in the way of the design of the console, the controller, games or a launch lineup or price, anyone who thought they were going to get anything like that was wrong. And if they hyped themselves <laughs> up for it, they were wrong to. It is their yeah, I, fault, point I agree blank. With that. But yeah, we knew it was uh, the GDC ch- uh, chat before we came out, didn't we? Everyone yeah. But the but the flip side of that argument is: Did Sony need to release this video at all? Probably not. Like, make it available to the people who need it. But did they yeah. need to go public with it, given how many people are hungry for any scrap of information about the PS5? Probably not, because the reaction and the backlash like this was inevitable, and for them to not know that people would react this way, it makes them look kind of stupid, in my opinion. I, I kind of disagree yeah. a little bit, right? Because leading up to the release of the PS5, they've got a roadmap not just for like what they want to achieve to get it out, but they've also got a roadmap with regard to the PR and how they're going to release the information about the system. And right. if GDC was an important aspect of that, um, um, then but you G- know, and they've already done the work, and they've already, I, I kind of get it, right? Yeah, but GDC, already- GDC was an important part of that, but it wasn't important part. It wasn't an important part of the PR part of that. So to then turn it around and almost accidentally make it a part of the PR and then reveal to people, actually, it's not at all. It's almost like this weird bait and switch. But I knew that they they would have known that certain things would have been taken away from the GDC talk and the people would have been talking PlayStation and and it would have been back in people's minds, you know, for a a week, two weeks, whatever. I I kind of, I get why they went ahead with it. I mean, it does seem a little odd, but I I don't know. I, I, I see why they've done it. And like you said, anyone who thought they were going to get more than they were going to oh, get yeah. in a technical conversation and, was, and people was wrong. Who are, people who are on Twitter like calling out Sony for this are, are also wrong. I, I'm not saying I agree with them. Like Again, if you thought you were going to get more from this than you got, then it's yeah. your fault, not Sony's. But at the same time, I do feel like there, there might have been a better tactic in there around how they timed this and how they positioned this. Yeah. and who I, they made I, I just look for. at it as the amount of people that built it up to be what they were hoping it was going to be just shows me that um there's there's no actual reason for sony to hold back on their cards they they missed a perfect opportunity here right um like, like, like if they'd just added, why they, added some information to the release and, and still done it but just given people some of what they want as well 
Yeah, they could have had a bit of both, you know. Yeah, like, maybe. There's no reason not to. Like, are you telling me that they haven't, at this day, they haven't finalized what the controller looks like? They haven't finalized what the console <laughs> the design, looks like? Come they on, don't you. know. They're like... It's like, why, why, are you, why are you hiding it? Like, there's no point. Like, your your main competitor has already shown all their cards. Unless like, it's so except, edgy. Except for the price. Unless that is so edgy that they're really worried that people Dude, are going to hate it. If it looks like that dev console, then... Uh, I, if I have to get a PlayStation Five, I'm probably gonna have to put it in a fucking box or something. <laughs> Do you mean yeah, like the U-shaped is... one, the horseshoe? Yeah, like yeah, the, the V thing. I liked that. I thought it was cool. Oh, it's horrendous. I, it I didn't. I'm not like surprised that. you liked it because it looked like something out of a fucking Klingon ship. <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting, and I'd have to. Even if I had to just keep it in the Amazon box that it came in, it would probably look better. <laughs> Jesus. Strong, um, strong reaction. Okay, but but from what we've seen, what what's been shown? I mean, I know it's a bit of a strange question because uh, they've been shown in such vastly different ways. But actually, I'm not going to ask the question because you guys are going to say PlayStation Five. I was going to ask which way you're kind of leaning towards. <laughs> well, but Jamie's going to go both. Yeah, okay, both. I already know Jamie's going both. Both, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I've always been PlayStation, so I'm not about to change my loyalty now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I don't think they have shown anything significant enough that anyone should be changing their mind at this stage like if you were committed to yeah. the playstation 5 and you saw something in that presentation that made you think otherwise th- like don't be silly like it, it, yeah. it, it, this generation <laughs> isn't going to be defined by teraflops then the same Calm way down. the last generation it's going to be fine yeah, by yeah, teraflops. Chill, like, yeah. Chill. like basically yeah chill <laughs> all right cool okay moving on to the next little bit here is uh rumors about silent hill <sighs> Ooh. Yeah, so this is uh, uh, an interesting run, all right? Because yeah. uh, there is both a reboot of Silent Hill and a Silent Hill revival, both kind of coming out at the same time. Whether in tandem or not, I'm not entirely sure. So the reboot apparently would be handled by Konami uh, with personnel from the original games returning. And that, yes, and that Sony is trying to fix whatever happened between Konami and Kojima or you know there's there's a couple of rumors floating around it, 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 it's it's not that much info to go on but it is an interesting look into what might be happening on Sony's side of the the kind of console war so okay so cor- correct me all the places I'm wrong because I'm going to be wrong a lot <laughs> so uh Kojima was going to make Silent Hills with Guillermo del Toro and PT was a demo for what we thought Silent Hills was going to be but this yes. is a resurrection of the idea to make Silent Hills bringing Kojima and Konami back together yes and at the same time uh like almost redo the original Silent Hill, probably like how they redid like the original Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the kind of the strange Sounds part about epic. this rumor is that <laughs> there's two kind of plausible sides to it, but it's hard to know how they kind of meld together. Like you can't think. Can you have Konami's remake of Silent Hill or reboot of Silent Hill and Kojima's Silent Hills exist at the same time? But like, surely they do one or the other, right? Nah, I'm, you can have both. Yeah, that would be very about... confusing if Silent Hill and Silent Hills were both in development at the same time. I'm I'm with Chris though because if you even if you look at like the um, remakes of games they're doing at the moment, uh, then Silent Hill remake is going to be a very different no, no, no. game. The to Silent, Silent Hill Hills. remake isn't a remake; it's a reboot. So the two games oh, that would be sorry, developed at the same time. Are oh, Silent I agree, Hill, Jamie. A reboot <laughs> of Silent Hill works. and Silent Hills, a reimagining of Silent Hill. It's oh, bizarre. Then, yeah, no, then I'm with Jamie. I think that's. I, I, I think I, I think. 
I think what's going to happen is what Jonesy thought initially is I think they're going to reboot, remake Silent Hills 1 or 2. Like you said, with like Resi 2 and Resi um, Exactly like Resi. And then it would be like, like Resi had... um, Or Final Fantasy 7 or that that type of thing, yeah. yeah, Just take the old game, rework it, but not too different from what it Mm. used to be. Maybe. Yeah, and then and then so that could be like a legacy title and then they'd have a brand new story in the Silent Hills remake. But I I I, I think that the Silent Hills, the Kojima side of things, I think that sounds very unplausible to me. If you, if it turns out into effect, so you end up with a game like Resident Evil 2, the remake, and you end up with a game like Resident Evil 7 then yeah. I could see that happening because I think those are yeah. two very different offerings. They're for different audiences, a lot of crossover, admittedly, but then I could see it working. If it's more what Jamie said, and it's like two new games, yeah. and they're both called Silent Hill, one with an S, one without. Like, it's like, let, let, let's say for the sake of argument that there is a hint of truth to both sides of this rumour. I, I could see it being a scenario where internally, Konami were trying to figure out what can we do with Silent Hill to make the most of the the brand and the name recognition while at the yeah. same time sony approached them and said hey is there any room here and which is why maybe there's an idea that both of these proposals exist at the same time and maybe they don't go ahead with both of them or maybe they do and it's kind of like what you guys are suggesting yeah. but picking up what you were saying chris with regards to the plausibility of this yeah i don't know why but i could believe it's true that sony made some kind of attempt to talk to Konami about whether or not this was possible. Maybe, but but I just don't think anything would ever come with it. But the falling up between Konami and Kojima was so like fucking meteoric. <laughs> that that scorched earth right there, buddy. And it nothing, wasn't that long was, ago. Nothing's yeah. gonna grow. Nothing's gonna grow out of that ground. But Konami do like money. That's the that's the <laughs> only thing I will add. Also, um, and, what, I, and I can what, see why Sony would be interested in continuing a working relationship with Kojima, but are far more interested than they were in terms of what happened with Death Stranding at making a more commercially viable product with him. Yeah, sure. The only thing yeah. I find difficult about that is, would Kojima now go back and make something with Konami, given that, would that not look bad for Kojima see, Productions? It depends if he's making it with Konami or if Sony are negotiating on behalf of Kojima Productions for the rights to make something using the Yeah, Silent I think Hills that's more brand. likely. Right. They, okay. they would buy out the, the title. Yeah, and Sony the middleman and saying, look, just full full transparency, when we buy this, Kojima Productions will make it, but you're working with us right now. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense to me, yeah, for sure. I don't know. There, there is some more juice to these kind of rumours, okay? It kind of broadens out a bit in the uh, Konami um, library, shall we say because Sony is also rumoured to be interested in obtaining the rights to Castlevania and Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Now, obviously a pinch of salt is needed with this. Uh, from what I could see, this particular rumour was coming from one source only and was not corroborated by anyone else. So, yeah, and that's where this know. whole thing kind of starts to <laughs> evaporate before our very eyes yeah. it's like, as soon as something becomes too good to be true in the realm of video game rumours it usually is um, and that's where I start to lose hope uh, for what this is I don't know yeah I, I don't know uh, a new Castlevania game that would be cool yeah. I think loads of people would like a not even necessarily a continuation but just a closure of the whole Metal Gear Solid kind of 
story and everything that's kind of built up from it, especially with the rumors going around that Metal Gear Solid Five was not actually a finished product. Yeah. I mean, Jamie, this is more your kind of like realm. No, yeah, like there were obviously the, the fracturing the relationship between Kojima and Konami had a negative impact on Metal Gear Solid Five. that much we know. Obviously, it's a little bit dicey when you're trying to look into what exactly happened, whether it was cut short, whether the money was cut short, whether... Because there, there are some arguments you could make for the Konami side of things about how long Kojima and his team were taking and how much money it was costing Konami at a time where they weren't really fully invested in video games because by the time yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five came out, it was basically Metal Gear and Pro Evo. You know, if, and Pachinko. Being, and Pachinko, Pachinko, yeah. Pachinko in a big way, yeah. That's the weird thing for Konami because in Japan they're massive for casinos and hotels and <laughs> shit like that and not fucking video games anymore. Um, but obviously it would be very interesting to see what would happen if Konami was able to return to the franchise, if he was able to get some more closure out of the stuff we didn't see in Metal Gear Solid V, and if he had for any, any ideas and views in terms of what stories are left to be told in the Metal Gear universe, which obviously there'll be plenty, but are there any we still need to hear is, is what I wonder. Uh, I don't know. We'll find you out. Start to, it starts to get very long in the tooth, I think. I think if they drag it out anymore and revisit it and go back... I don't think maybe it's not the best time again. But then you know what? I've never been like that into Metal Gear, so it wouldn't really bother me if they didn't revisit it. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. I I think that the Metal Gear in Castlevania part of all of this is probably bullshit. I think what happened is that um, Kojima finished making Death Stranding, immediately started looking towards his next project. We know that he wants to make a horror game. He's yeah. given us lots of hints that he is currently making a horror game or prepping to make a horror game of some kind. Mm. I believe it's somewhat out there that he's continuing to work with or wants to work with Norman Reedus, if no one else, um, on whatever's next. Norman Reedus was in a series of videos in the last week. He did a wide autocomplete interview where he actually referenced the fact that he had a meeting planned with Kojima coming up yeah. soon to discuss, you know, what they're going to be doing. Um <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Sony heard all of this and were like, let's at least shoot for the Silent Hills thing because PT is still... PT is the biggest and best piece of marketing ever for a game that didn't come out, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. Um, yeah. And why would you not at least try and resurrect that if you could? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think anything will come of it. And I think... I I, I think the Silent Hills thing, it, at least purely from a remake standpoint is a no-brainer mm. everything else i'm kind of dubious about yeah do you know what would suck is that if they remade silent hill they'd be remaking the wrong silent hill remake <laughs> silent hill 2 fuck the first one <laughs> you cowards yeah yeah but that that's kind of when they get into an awkward position right because what do they do do they just like forget about the first silent hill? <laughs> yeah no, silent hill trilogy the remake. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah that, that, or, or, yeah, like, or even fuck Silent Hill 3. They should be like, Silent Hill, the duet, one and two. Yeah. What was Silent Hill 4? Like, the hole, or the, it was like, the guy crawls through a hole in the wall and ends up in a different, oh, I've got to look it up now. It's literally like, a, I want to say the premise is about a, a, a hole in the wall, not the TV show. Wow. Okay. A glory hole. Big wow, time. Yeah. Some might, different, some uh, might different angle. Yeah, yeah, Silent Hill for the room. I, 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 swear, <laughs> I swear the guy crossed oh, hi, the Mark. hole in the wall. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite customer. Hey, doggy. Good dog. Good doggy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'd actually play that game. I'd play a uh, Silent Hill meets the room. 
There was a, oh, a if they could get Tommy Wiseau to play the main character in <laughs> Silent Hills, Jesus. that'd be great. Tommy Wiseau oh, and, and Norman Reedus. <laughs> Jesus, the, <laughs> the best on-screen team. Pairing, yeah, <laughs> so charismatic. All right, guys. Well, um, uh, uh, just kind of like uh, wrapping it up a little bit. We're gonna, you know, a, a whole bunch of other stuff is being uh, affected by the whole coronavirus thing. Uh, you know, so. Uh, Football Manager 2020 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey have been made for, f- they've been released for free at the time being, and who knows how long that's going to last for. But I guess they're thinking people are indoors a lot; they're going to yeah. want to play a game. I Take our game for free. I think we're going to see a lot more of that because I've seen the Football Manager already reported that uh, within 24 hours of making it free, they hit 100,000 concurrents on Steam, which is a very high number for them. Wow! And I think more and more people are going to say, "Hey, shit! A free week or a free weekend at this time." not only looks like a goodwill kind of very outward, outwardly friendly move, but also probably helps us out a lot in the long run. Yeah, yeah for sure, I, absolutely. I wonder how long it is until EA kind of egg onto this, give away their games for free, but like, it, it just do something really dodgy where it's like, <laughs> oh, you can play this for free, but you have to put in your credit card information. And then and like, no. you sign up, and then if you don't cancel yeah. your subscription, but the only way to cancel is to go in person to EA's <laughs> office and tell them that you don't want to carry yeah. on. In China. Yeah. <laughs> or no, in Italy. And you have to confirm your decision with a handshake, a firm handshake. <laughs> You know, yeah. you, you got to lick the fucking scrot of Andrew Wilson. Oh God, probably <laughs> smells nice. Probably does. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Square Enix have committed to Final Fantasy VII's uh, release date on April 10th, but they have stated that it is unlikely if you've ordered a physical copy of the game that you would get it on release day. Yeah, this Which, is going to be know, the that's... big thing, man. Digital copies. It's, it, every disc boys like me are dead. Because you, we're just going to the next few games that come out, you're just going to go digital then, because you know you would get a physical. Copy, your internet's so. faster than mine. I don't understand why you just haven't gone digital yet. The, so the only reason I go, uh, I usually go physical, is for the simple thing of I have a disc that I can put in the machine and I can reinstall the game. And it means that if I delete it from my hard drive because it doesn't have you know capacity, oh. it's a pain in the ass to re-download the whole game again. That's no, the, that I, think, I think it's a pain in the ass getting up and putting a disc in. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I deleted uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I had physically because I got it for Christmas, deleted it from the system, but I left the disc in the machine. And now every time I boot up my PlayStation, it tries to start reinstalling Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and I have to hit options <laughs> no. and delete. And I have deleted... deleted just take it out. Break. Yeah, just no. take the disc out, you idiot. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I will, wow. I will say there's no way with, um, uh, what do you call it, like the quick load up on the PlayStation 5, there's no way that I'm getting discs for that because you have to literally put the disc in and then, no, I'm not yeah, doing that. Yeah, God, that's so inconvenient. Yeah, so I'm bored with that. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, the other thing that, it, it hasn't really been reported, but I think it's, it's an inevitability, guys, is uh, we need to talk about uh, the coronavirus and its relationship to The Last of Us Part 2. Okay, right. Because the game hasn't gone gold yet, has it? I don't believe so. No, I mean, the, I mean, there's reporting this week that suggests entirely the opposite. Yes, uh, that they are in a very hard bit of crunch. Mm. But if the uh, if pretty much every government is saying, "Hey, go home, don't go yeah. into the office," how many of these people would be able to work from home? 
how oh, yeah. how secure would it be? Does this mean that we may be looking at a bit of a delay we'll see. again well, for The Last of Us Part this, 2? This actually came up on our Discord server the other day, and I was chatting to some of the boys on there uh, about all this, because some people were quite firmly in the camp that... Hold, hold on a second. Discord server that yeah. you can access via our Patreon for $2. <laughs> the very at super show At uh, patreon.com forward slash supershow. Yeah, we were having one of our many riveting, engaging discussions uh, on there <laughs> in the game discussions section of Hell the yeah. uh, Discord server. But um, some of the boys on there were quite certain, at least at the time, obviously this situation is changing every day, so fair enough, that no games would be delayed. But we were discussing what happens when people have to start working remotely. I mentioned our yeah. experience in post-production and how if you sent 15 editors home, how many of them could actually work from home with the same efficiency and at the same capacity that they did in the office. In our experience, it wasn't always very many. Um, yeah. Even when you try to look into sort of like virtual desktops and streaming, um, uh, kind of swapping that situation out. And so yeah. it is It is a weird bridge to cross. Um, I will say, I didn't note yeah. it on the document, but CD Projekt Red have confirmed that they are now working remotely and are confident in their setup in that they can still deliver a uh, game okay. in September. And Rockstar, although they have not announced again whatever's next, they have confirmed that they are now also all working remotely and that their live services for GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption 2 will not be affected. Okay, so so companies well, are it, adapting. It, it, it would be the worst time for their live stuff to go down because they're yeah, at home gotcha. playing games. But it's also <laughs> a terrible time to be in crunch because crunch yeah, well, is crunch. Yeah, the, the so, crunch thing to me seems that seems different, right? Because I mean, Rockstar saying that they're not going to have a problem making content for online stuff is is different. But if you're in crunch, I can't believe that, given how, the fact they have to liaise with other departments, the fact that they're also trying to be secretive, the fact they're trying to stop leaks, etc., etc., etc. I can't see how that they're not affected massively by this. Right. It does seem yeah. very different to have a game in the state that Last of Us Part Two is in than to have like, other games like yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five stuff coming out, and because you just think that they would be able to deal with things more easily, right? Yeah, yeah. that's where I well, almost feel like. Sorry to interrupt, Chris. That games right. in the kind of games that are slated to come out around May, June, July, August, September are almost in the most trouble because mm. they haven't gone gold yet, yeah. and they're at the key point in their development where they're fixing bugs and they're optimizing the game and they're getting it ready to come out. But there are loads of games that we speculate would come out around Christmas time for the new consoles that haven't given release dates yet. And almost start in trouble because you can't delay a game that doesn't have a release date. Ooh, so now's actually, the time. You, right? you touch on a very interesting point here, Jamie. Yeah. Because we said that we don't necessarily think that consoles would be delayed. Mm. But what if no launch title is ready? <laughs> That's a all, great all the consoles point. get both consoles get released, but no games come out to play on them. <laughs> I mean, wicked. You're not wrong. Like if Sony and or Microsoft started getting messaging, being like, "Hey, you know that game we told you we'd put on your platform in November? We're not going to put it on your platform in November." Then maybe they, they, they maybe it is part of the rethinking process. Yeah. I don't know. Corey Barlog is there on, to to Sony saying, "Yeah, you know, you know that God of War sequel? Yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen until 2021." Yeah, Jeez. it's possible, you know. But again, that's one of those ones where they get away with it because it would be a, a delay that we didn't know about. Yeah, fair. Mm. But man. whereas, like yeah. Last of Us Two, Cyberpunk games like that, like that would be a disaster for them in many uh, ways. Mark my words now. I reckon Last of Us Two is not going to come out when they said it come. It's going to come out. I don't know. Dude. I I just don't see how. I don't see how. Like, the, okay, some more info coming from uh, the really hard crunch that is going on. So uh, 
this is a report coming from Jason Schreier, right, saying that the animation department in particular is taking a lot of strain and are in like a really hard crunch at the moment, okay? But also that talented individuals have been pushed out of the company, making it extremely difficult to hire contractors due to their reputation. Add, yeah. I guess, to the fact that maybe people don't want to leave their house. Right. You know, puts more pressure on it. Yeah. But then there's also an interesting quote from Jonathan Cooper, who was a former Naughty Dog animator. And his quote goes as follows. Ultimately, Naughty Dog's linear games have a formula and they focus test the shit out of them. So while talented, their success is due in large part to Sony's deep pockets funding delays rather than actual skill alone. A more senior team would have shipped The Last of Us 2 a year ago. Okay, wow. So, all right. That's, that's, so, a, no, so that's in other words, they're not damning. They're, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, their senior roles are kind of dissipating. So maybe it's mid-tier and junior yeah. tier that's kind of I, moving up to fill I in the gap. Have, I should have put the statistic, but Jason Schreier reported that if you look at the, I think it was the animation department, that something yeah. like 60% or 70% of the people who worked on Uncharted 4 have left the company since then. Wow, man, that is crazy, the turnover. And the, to pick up on the point about contractors, they're going to people, the most talented people in, the, in uh, available in the area, and they're saying, we don't fucking want to work for Naughty Dog because we're not going to come and crunch with you guys. And yeah. so now yeah. they're going to apparently film animators and people for, with Hollywood backgrounds and yeah, approaching them, that, yeah. and they're very talented, but they're not as good technically because they're not as familiar with the software and sort of the ropes of developing video games, which is apparently why this issue is happening. You get a lot so of talented they, junior people right. who just aren't as familiar or as prepared for that environment, and it's creating yeah. problems and friction. So then you All rely on playtesting and then and then tweaking and then yeah. fixing and playtesting and tweaking. And, right, I see, okay. Yeah. That's All that I can shocking, say is, really. Thank goodness uh, Half-Life Alex went gold. Thank goodness uh, you yeah, know, Doom. Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. I mean, those are out like, by the time you listen to this podcast, you'll be playing those games. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah and uh, yeah, I guess uh, another game that's going to come out, which will it come out when they said it comes out? I don't know. Which is the Control DLC, which was the foundation, which was, uh, launched with an excellent um, uh, trailer. Really kind of yeah. moody and atmospheric. Very good trailer. Uh, with a fucking killer soundtrack to it. Man, that, that you know the track I'm talking about? Um, I'd have to listen like to a, it again. Kind of like a, a, a sketchy kind of like, oh, I don't even fucking know. Just go watch the trailer. It's great. Ready, ready for <laughs> yeah. a bit more Control? Uh, I think I am actually. Yeah, it's still still loaded on my PC. Have not gotten rid of it because I'm waiting for it. Uh, but that is meant to be out on March 26th on PC and PS4, and June 25th on Xbox One. Yeah. But now, will that happen? I mean, March 26th just around the corner. So I'd yeah, imagine that's it's, a week away. And yeah, it's digital only, it's right? Good. So they don't have any kind of like manufacturing or shipping issues to worry yeah. about. Yeah. So technically, I guess, and as a DLC, I don't necessarily think DLCs go gold. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's theoretically possible that, that, that maybe like the second piece of DLC, for example, is going to be out a little bit later than it could have been if they're presumably working remotely and, again, had a lower kind of efficiency. But, yeah, again, until we know about release dates, there's nothing to be delayed. So it's a tricky one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Tricky. Well, I can say that none of us predicted this at the um, beginning of the year, did we? <laughs> everything would be Dude, getting delayed and we, we could have sat down out. and tried to talk about this two or three weeks ago and i wouldn't have predicted any of this <laughs> Fair like, it's enough. just yeah, been yeah. fucking been blindsided by it yeah it is kind of mad uh well hey i i look forward to us uh meeting up next week and still being corona free so you know, 
Yeah, keep washing uh, your hands so that goes to you two <laughs> and everyone listening at home. Yeah, w- wash your dicks as well, please, because no one I, I, I don't even need to say. It's a year. great piece of advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, wash your hands, wash your dick, and stay corona free. I'll actually yeah. say that that piece of advice that Chris just gave stays relevant beyond the coronavirus issue. So if we do, oh, hold on, don't, up, don't be too hasty. In well, fact, can I say, if you've gotten to this point in the podcast, in the video, on YouTube, go down below into the comments section and say, wash your dicks, so that everyone else who hasn't got to this point ah, knows to as well. Yeah. That, so that is your, your secret code word for this week's podcast is wash your dicks. It is indeed. And I think people <laughs> should tell us as well what they're planning to play during their quarantine time. I'd like to know. So yeah, in the comments, say wash your dicks and let us know what you're going to be playing for the yeah. foreseeable yeah. quarantine future. Yeah, right. Well, uh, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about, I think that's where we kind of end it, yeah? Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, listening, if you're listening on your uh, podcast platform of choice, or if you're watching us on YouTube. Thank you. Uh, Don't forget to check out our our social media, which is Twitter and Instagram, at SuperShowPod. And hey, if you'd like to help support this podcast and uh, some other pieces of content that we are hoping to work on, then maybe, you know, uh, throw us some patronage. Uh, you know, throw your, your witches a mm. coin over at patreon.com forward slash super show. Anything is excessively helpful to us. Uh, and for as little as $2, you can join the Discord and talk to us about uh, how you do or don't wash your dick. So, uh, but Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I know you've just done a lovely outro, but can I throw one more thing out there? Please do, buddy. Um, I, it's kind of like a PSA kind of like... Th- I want to apologize if at any point I looked distracted or was looking at my phone or like Googling stuff. But in the middle of that podcast, Steph sent a message to our WhatsApp group to yeah. a leak to a YouTube video that just says Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. So I had a heart attack in the middle of that podcast <laughs> thinking that GTA 6 had been fucking announced while we were recording. And of course, it's complete bullshit. So I don't yeah, know what this video is going to be. Yeah, I mean, of course. But when you get that <laughs> message, you're like, what is going on? So I was like doing Twitter. I was going to rockstargames.com and I was like, what the hell is going on out there? Is anything actually happening? Of course, nothing's fucking happening. So yeah. I just want to throw a quick message out there. <laughs> Fuck Steph. You really ruined my flow and my vibe. I've been on fucking... Uh, I've had jitters running through my body ever since then. You and better believe um, that if it did happen, if there was a trailer for GTA 6, Jamie literally would have clicked off of this stream. Lads, I need to go. Lads, yeah, I need to, to go. watch. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like the, the times when we used to stream and, and he had to go for take, take a dump and he'd be like, sorry, guys, I need 10 minutes. Goodbye. I did that once. Oh, you're talking about Steph or me? Both of you. I think I did that once, maybe twice. Only once was memorable because I referred to the fact that that's memorable. what I was doing. Well, yeah, it was, a, it was a memorable. We were playing dump. Bloodstained, and we just found like a rusty ring or something like that, and I, <laughs> and I, I made a, a joke that I shouldn't have made. Oh, there you go. Of course, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, that right. was my little thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Thank you. I mean, it, yeah. it's not like any. It's not like it's different from any other time we've recorded a podcast where you're yawning and you're <laughs> resting your head and scratching your anus, and you know. I mean, look, I, I like to relax. What can I say? it's a relaxing podcast not only is a relaxing podcast it's a five-star podcast so if you're listening to us on itunes give us five stars and with that everybody thank you so much for watching and listening and we'll see you next week see ya Uh, see ya see ya go wash your dicks bye